Bill O'Reilly here, Wednesday, September 9th, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. Governor Cuomo blaming New York's COVID death count on President Trump. Senate Republicans unveil a slimmed-down stimulus plan. Social justice warriors target Disney's latest movie. Americans report the highest level of unhappiness in 50 years. The National Football League launches its season amidst protests and the pandemic. Also ahead, we continue our investigation into the Black Lives Matter movement. But first, Governor Andrew Cuomo claiming New York's massive COVID death toll is actually President Trump's fault. The Democrats saying the president's incompetence created the outbreak. The contagion has infected more than 445,000 New Yorkers and killed nearly 33,000 since February. Now, many in nursing homes Mr. Cuomo ordered them into are part of the death count. So I'm not sure what that has to do with President Trump. Republicans in the Senate introducing a smaller virus relief package than Democrats want. Leader Mitch McConnell unveiling a $300 billion plan. The Democrats call for $3 trillion. So that's quite a gap. We'll see what happens this month. Far-left mob turning on the Walt Disney Company. Activists on social media now calling for a boycott. That's what they do. Over the movie Mulan, which was shot in a Chinese city near a communist re-education camp for political prisoners. Disney spent $250 million to film the movie in northwest China, and the activists don't like it. New survey from the University of Chicago says the average adult in America is more unhappy today than at any time in a half century. Just 14% of Americans say they're very happy, down from 31% last year. Folks cite the pandemic, financial instability, and the upcoming election for their disenchantment. Football returning to the USA, the NFL launching its season with new rules to stop potential COVID outbreaks, staff and players will all take mandatory virus tests and maintain social distancing on the field. Just six teams will have fans. They are Browns, Jaguars, Colts, Chiefs, Dolphins, and Dallas Cowboys. In a moment, the Black Lives Matter organization. Is it trouble? Right back with that analysis. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, 
or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. We continue our reporting on the Black Lives Matter movement. A friend of mine has a sign on his lawn that says, very simply, Black Lives Matter. Since I grew up with him in Levittown, New York, where blacks were not allowed to purchase homes, that piqued my interest. He explained to me that justice is important to him, and he believes African Americans are denied a fair shake in America. Millions of people believe that, and their opinions should be respected. I see the justice issue at this point in history as more about poverty than skin color. My opinion should be respected as well. Then I asked my friend if he was aware of the philosophy behind the Black Lives Matter movement. I mean, a sign is one thing, a well-thought-out political plan is quite something else. Most Americans, including my friend, have no clue. Enter Alicia Garza, one of the founders of the Black Lives Matter Global Foundation and a proud Marxist. We're not talking Groucho here. Nope. Alicia is a follower of Karl Marx, one of the chief architects of communism, and she freely admits that. Ms. Garza is also an opinion contributor for USA Today, and she lays it all out if you read between the lines. On August 30th, Alicia Garza wrote this, quote, We are in the midst of a black rebellion spurred by decades of unequal treatment and undue violence against our communities. My work is about uprooting structural racism from every aspect of our society, our economy, our government, and our communities, unquote. Well, you can read uprooting as overthrowing, because that is exactly what the Black Lives Matter Global Foundation wants to do. The well-thought-out plan is to use racial disenchantment to batter the entire white power structure in America and eventually destroy the capitalistic system. It could work, because few understand the end game, including the Democratic Party, and more than a few corporations that are pumping millions of donated dollars into the Black Lives Matter movement. The smoke signals are key. The far left, including Black Lives Matter, are now demanding economic justice. That means onerous taxation on the affluent and seizure of private property through a series of wealth taxes. Then there's housing justice. That means government pays for sheltering low-income Americans. Education justice means free college. Worker justice means guaranteed jobs and a living wage. You get the idea. A central government run by woke activists would provide pretty much everything and would confiscate private and corporate wealth to pay for it. So that's what is in play. And again, the pro-athletes, the casual liberals, the corporate virtue signalers have no blanking clue. However, some in the media do understand, but will not report the truth for fear their bosses will harm them. So the next time you see a Black Lives Matter sign, please consider there's much more to the movement than words on paper or graffiti on a wall. Marxism, now being slyly mainstreamed in America. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve that message by writing it. For more news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com. And please check out my brand new book, 
Killing Crazy Horse, already a bestseller. Thank you all. In a moment, something you might not know. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day, and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before, and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. The unemployment rate in America dropped this summer from 11% in July to 8.5% in August. Despite the positive trend, millions of Americans do remain out of work since COVID came to town. Negotiators from both political parties will meet this month to discuss yet another stimulus package for some financial relief. But one major issue remains a block for the Democrats, police immunity. Liberal politicians want people to be able to sue individual police officers, citing brutality, gun violence, and abuse of power. Of course, if that happened, cops and their unions could not possibly afford to defend themselves against a torrent of lawsuits which would be ginned up by extortionist lawyers. You see the TV and radio commercials now. Can you imagine being a police officer earning 60000 and having to defend yourself if you got into a fracas with a criminal? Supporters of immunity say the cops need personal protection should they use force against a suspect. A single incident throughout someone's entire career could lead to personal and financial ruin. Critics claim the law emboldens cops to use their weapons without fear of legal action. That's why the left wants immunity to be destroyed. Republican Congressman Jim Banks of Indiana promoting a compromise called qualified immunity. Police officers will be protected for certain actions but could be sued if evidence shows negligence or criminal intent. And here's something else you might not know. While politicians discuss COVID and the stimulus package, a record number of police officers are leaving the job. More than 200 cops in Colorado recently left after the Democratic governor there signed a new police reform bill. The same situation in Seattle, Minneapolis, and on and on. Residents in Portland, Oregon have witnessed 100 days of riots since the death of George Floyd. The department there in Portland is losing officers every day. Gun violence in Chicago, even worse. And Chicago is hemorrhaging now police officers. Now this. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.